What was the spider doing on the computer? He was searching the web. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Starting Sustainability, episode 87. I'm your host, Kaylin Chenoweth. Wow, we have so much to catch up on, and that's because I was in a hurry to do last week's episode. And of course, afterwards, I realized that I forgot to mention that two weeks ago, now at this point, right before mini vacation to St. Louis, I did finally get my vegetable plants planted, but not in the garden bed because we still had not borrowed the tiller from our friend at that point in time. So they were just planted along the side of the house. So I literally planted them and then left the very next day to go to St. Louis. Luckily, it rained just about every single day while we were gone. So they survived. Yay, because that was a big concern of mine. <laughs> so now I have four tomato plants and two pepper plants, and that's all I got. But I was able to get tomato cages secondhand from Facebook Marketplace, which was awesome because they are stupid expensive. And on Facebook Marketplace, I got them for 50 cents each. Cha-ching! Money saved. And because it did rain every day on vacation, when we came back, our yard was very overgrown. So my husband dutifully mowed it and weed whacked. Yep, that last remaining loofah plant, it only got nicked. <laughs> so fingers crossed it pulls through. I know he just nicked the stem, but I was really mad because it was the last of my plants. And I even went out there beforehand and pulled all the grass and weeds around it so he wouldn't have to weed whack, but he still did. Never before was I so emotionally invested in plants as I am now. <laughs> it's because I've been taking care of these loofah plants, well now this one remaining loofah plant, since February. It's been five months at this point. This is my last hope at accomplishing growing my own loofah this year. This is a goal that I set for myself, as ridiculous as it sounds, and I get that it sounds ridiculous to grow my own loofah and why I'm so invested into it, but this is, <laughs> this is what I've set my mind to. And if this one plant doesn't pull through, then I can't accomplish my goal and I'm just going to have to wait to try again next year. Fast forward to this past weekend was 4th of July, which I know that by the time you guys listened to this was actually almost two weekends ago. But anyways, to answer your question, yes, my house is still standing. If you don't know what I'm referring to, ironically enough, I got an alert on Facebook today that it said, one year ago today was a whole bunch of pictures of my washing machine that was completely destroyed because my dog ate it. Because my dog, Ruger, does not do well with thunderstorms and fireworks. We did dope my dog up. A lot. It's really truly for his own good. Because we have tried everything at this point. Everybody always says, oh, did you try a thunder shirt? Yes, that was the very first thing that we tried nine years ago. <laughs> a thunder shirt. Then the calming treats and the aromatherapy and the soothing white noise and leaving the TV on and CBD oils and none of it has worked. So this year we got a combination of Prozac and Trazodone and life was good. He was still uppity. I'm not going to lie. He was still very worried and panicked and shaky and pacing back and forth, but he didn't destroy anything. So my washer is good. My couch is good. The doors, the carpet, even my roof, all protected from the dog. Life is great. <laughs> also, I am officially now on my third season of podcasting. How cool is that? I started this podcast three years ago without much of a plan at all, <laughs> and I've continued on 
with basically that same philosophy of just winging it week by week and somehow I'm still going strong. So I want to say thank you. Thank you to all of you, all of the listeners out there, all of Sustainer Nation. You guys are amazing people and you are doing such great and wonderful things. Thank you. Thank you. And one last thing, I didn't mention it last week because I didn't think about it, (laughs) but it is Plastic Free July, which we are already doing the weekly challenges, but hey, let's throw in another one. So Plastic Free July actually started in 2011, and I, of course, found out about it last year, (laughs) made a note to myself to talk about it this year, and here we are a week already into July, and I'm just now mentioning it. So go ahead and try to abide by the Plastic Free July 30 days of going plastic free as much as possible. But hey, go ahead and do that all year round too. And if you want to learn more information, you can go to the website www.plasticfreejuly.org. Last week's challenge was to not buy brand new clothing for an entire month. As sustainable as we try to be sometimes, you do need to buy brand new items like sunscreen or food. (laughs) And that is why Liana Kent has started her own podcast to get the word out on what to look for if you have to buy something brand new. Please listen in on my interview with Liana Kent. Obviously, to be sustainable is to reuse items you already have and to shop as little as possible. But there are some items that you just will have to buy. And therefore, the message isn't to go out and buy a whole bunch of stuff in order to be sustainable. It is, if you're going to go buy stuff because you need to, then buy the sustainable version. And that's where Liana Kent comes in. She can help you navigate the world of which items are sustainable and which ones are not. Say hello, Liana. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. And you? I'm doing good. Thank you. It's a beautiful morning here in sunny Australia. All right. And it's evening here in Indiana. (laughs) So let's tell the audience how we met. Do you remember? So we, we do. I do. I do. So we met because I'd sent you an email a few months ago asking all about your podcast and how you got started on your movement because I was incredibly passionate about everything that you do and I wanted to start something a little bit similar in Australia. So I'd sent you out an email and you sent me back some really amazing, helpful tips on how to get started and here we are. <laughs> well, I'm glad that my tips were helpful because at the time I was just like, well, this is the best that I can offer you. I hope some of it works. <laughs> but I'm glad to see that my advice helped you. They definitely were. And you gave me a few things. It's like with anything, really, when you're starting something new, you're starting from the absolute base. And I had no idea how to do a podcast, no idea how to do any of that kind of thing. And you giving me some research that you had already done on different platforms and all of the sort of editing and everything. It was amazing. And I very much appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I've been wanting to ask this question since I very first read your email. Why me? (laughs) Why did you reach out to me? Have you listened to my show? I feel like I'm floundering around most of the time. (laughs) I have listened to your show and I quite liked it. And I think we both have a very similar message in what we're wanting to do. And we're also very similar in what we've both studied because we've both done nutrition and then public health as well. Oh, yeah, that's right. I kind of forgot that you did nutrition. That's right. 
Yeah. So I, I figured that we had similar passions and similar alignments in life. So yeah, I just, I just liked what you do. So that's why. So what was it that made you or inspired you to start a podcast? Like instead of just listening to them, like what pushed you over the edge to actually go out and start your own and navigate that whole very unfamiliar world? So it started off from multiple different things. So as mentioned, I'm doing currently about four weeks off finishing my master's in public health. And I was in a webinar for a university subject where we were talking to a farm that I actually ended up having on my podcast called Green Connect. And they were talking about uh, permaculture farms and eating in um sort of like eating within the seasons and how we've stepped away from eating, how nature intends it. And we have all these greenhouses and everything so we can get strawberries all year round and all of that kind of thing. And so I had this idea that I wanted to start an app about what the different types of foods are and what eating in season is and how having foods that oranges that come from Florida compared to oranges that we can get in Australia, how the food mileage and all of that kind of thing. Once I started looking into that, I realized that an app is incredibly expensive and also that that only really appeals to one person, people that are interested in food and sustainability of food. And all of my friends said, that's a passion of yours. (laughs) You know, you've got so many other passions about sustainability why not try and make it a little bit more easily digestible, spread it out a little bit so you've got, you can widen the market on sustainability in all areas. And so I just kind of came up to the idea of podcast. Perfect. Well, I'm glad that you did. And I've listened to some of your episodes and you are doing a fantastic job. Oh, thank you. Well, my next question is what route or steps did you take to create a podcast? Oh, so my first step was listen to a whole lot of different podcasts. And I started writing down what I liked about ones, what I didn't like about other ones. They weren't necessarily all in the sustainability sector. They were just all sorts of different ones and why I personally thought and asked other people what they liked about different podcasts, looked at different ones within Australia, the most top ones that are in Australia and why they're popular and all of that kind of thing. Um, And then once I'd sort of had a little list of the rough way that I wanted to work it and the way that I wanted it to go and the messaging that I wanted to get across, then uh, I started listening to ones that were more in the sustainability sector and I figured out what was different, what was missing because I didn't want to reinvent the wheel on something that had already been made because there are so many podcasts out there on sustainability. And then I emailed you and you sent back some really lovely advice and I looked into a few of those different things and then realised that everything you told me was wonderful and very true and then I just started really. Yeah, that's kind of pretty much the the same route. I didn't do nearly as much research. I just kind of started and then then did research. So I did the same steps just in a different order. <laughs> Look, it's still working. Yeah. <laughs> if you could go back and change things or do things differently to make it easier on yourself, what parts would you change? Uh, I don't know that I would change anything going back. Going forward, it would be lovely to have somebody to edit my podcast because that's what takes the longest time is going through and editing out 
all of the little nuances that people say. So, um, and you've probably come across this as well, and I just did it myself, people who say um a lot and just those little things of going through and editing all of that uh, just to make the interview flow a little bit better or people say something and then don't want to add that in so we'll go back and rephrase their question or something like that so having somebody to edit it editing's not the fun part for me the fun part is doing the interview and doing the research and all of that kind of thing I agree editing is definitely not all that fun I have to edit out a lot of ums and a lot of people will almost tisk their tongue and their top lip like a right before they start talking. Yes. So I edit that yes. out a lot because it gets a real high pitched noise in your ear when you're so listening. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, what I find fascinating with your podcast is that it's laid out where you're doing interviews. Actually, you know what? We haven't even discussed what your podcast is really truly about. I did just a little bit at the intro. So let's do that right now. Go ahead and tell everybody what it is that your podcast covers in more detail. Yeah, so my podcast is, and you might have to edit out the swearing here, but it's uh, called Unpack Your Shopping Cart. And the whole idea is that it is all about people still need to consume. We're never going to be no consumers. We're never going to be zero waste. We can try as hard as we possibly can, but it is mere on impossible. So it is about making those conscious decisions when you do have to buy something new and often we do what is the most sustainable way that I can do that so I'm reaching out to different businesses uh are mainly around Australia at the moment and just talking to them about how they got started why they're passionate about what they're doing what they're doing and their tips and hints on how to be sustainable as well and how long has your podcast been up and running I'm still quite new. I'm still baby in my in my podcast venture. It's been running for three months now and I have an Instagram. I've just got into the world of TikTok as well. And I do little 15-second clips of me basically dancing around my kitchen or just being a little bit of a dork and having little sustainability tips as well. Go ahead and share your Instagram handle and your TikTok account information if you want people to follow you. Oh, so same name. So my Instagram handle is your shopping cart, but with the C, I've had to put a little high, a little dash, little star. And on TikTok, I had to do an underscore because you're not allowed to swear on either of those platforms. And both of them, it was, it's really convoluted. One of them had to have a star and the other one had to have a underscore. So that's okay. You made it work. <laughs> I did. I did. I worked with what I had. So I've got to try and Yeah. There, there's no work around with the swearing, unfortunately. <laughs> well, have you noticed any positive effects from starting your podcast? I know it's only been three months, but I'm sure you've noticed something. I definitely have. So every single time I speak to someone, I now want to buy all of their products, which is kind of counterproductive of what I'm trying to do. However, it's really, it's really, really great because I get to speak with people all the time who are like-minded people and they give lots of really great tips around how to live a more sustainable life. And there's little micro movements. I've always been quite sustainable in things that I've done. It started off with me eating less meat and not buying uh, products that were tested on animal. And then it went into not buying things that were wrapped in plastic. So even though I've been doing all of that sort of stuff for years and years and years, this week I ordered my first shampoo bar where previously I hadn't done things like that. I'm also just about to buy my razor, the old school razors that aren't plastic that you can just change the blade in. 
So it's all of those sorts of little things that are a constant reminder to myself. And then that's also knocked on throughout my community as well. So I live in a share house and we're doing things as well where we're going down and buying a lot more bulk foods. We're looking at all of the plastic that comes in and out of our house and how can we make those little micro changes Similar with my boyfriend as well. I've got some really lovely feedback from community and people coming into me and just sending me really lovely messages. And yeah, it's just, it's a really nice ripple effect that I am creating just for myself. And it seems to be going out into the into the ether. And the longer that you podcast, the more you'll see those ripples going out. And it's the coolest feeling. Oh no, I'm excited. It's a little passion project for me at the moment. So I'm loving it. Hey, I'm just curious, what shampoo bar brand and what stainless steel rate or uh, what safety razor brand did you go with? And do you like them? So I'm actually buying a safety razor off the Banish website. It was another girl who I had had on my podcast. And I'm also about to buy one of her the reusable makeup wipes that you just add water and you take to help take your makeup off. I'm not 100% sure what the brands are and the shampoo bar that I've just got is from a brand called new bar and the reason I picked that one is because I am following the curly girl method which is a reason why I hadn't bought the shampoo bars before because the curly girl method is a little bit of a cult of buying specific products that are really great for curly hair so I'm about to try this is finally a brand that have come out that have got the shampoo bars that are for curly hair Ooh, good. I'm excited to hear your feedback on how the shampoo bar, how the shampoo bar turns out because my hair is very thin and fine and completely straight. (laughs) So, so it'll be good to kind of get like various perspectives on the shampoo bars. (laughs) Yeah. Well, previously I was getting this amazing product and I absolutely love it. And everyone's always commenting on how great my curls are now uh but I was buying it from the US and so I was getting it shipped over here and it was all wrapped in plastic and things like that so as much as it's such a beautiful great product I was like oh this isn't really sticking with the messaging that I'm trying to get across so hopefully this shampoo bar will be wonderful I've heard some amazing reviews so I'm excited to try it awesome what are your future plans oh um I don't really know to be honest I'm really just wanting to start a community of people who share and talk about their little sustainability tips in a really non-judgmental way everybody makes little micro choices every single day and you can't always make the correct one and I think I'm just wanting to just just see where it goes to be honest I would love to get into maybe doing talks and things like that as well but yeah at the moment I'm happy just getting the word out there of what other really good people are doing and other brands that might be small little family run brands that more people can hear about. (laughs) I want to do talks too, but the problem is you can't edit the talk. Like I can edit when I'm the podcaster. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, always keep thinking to the future because your podcast is going to keep growing and growing and opportunities are going to come your way. So Just always have that like at the forefront of your mind of what else can I do? (laughs) Yeah, it's so exciting. So you reached out to me on advice on how to start a movement. And now you've gone through and done the actions yourself. What is your advice if somebody asks you if they want to start a movement? What advice do you have for them? Just start. Honestly, whatever platform we're living in an age where we have so many things, platforms at our fingertips, we have 
Instagram, we have TikTok, we have Facebook. You can start a website for incredibly cheap. You can start a podcast for incredibly cheap. Whatever it is that you're passionate about, just start it and do it in whatever format it might be. And this is the one thing that I'm finding as well. I've been making little Instagram uh, reels and some of them go really well and I get thousands of people watching them and other ones I'll only get 150. And so just finding out, just keep making them and finding out why people are watching them, whether you're putting them up at the right time of day, all of that kind of thing. If you're really passionate about something, that will show and that will come out. And I'm sure that you've seen this a lot as well. And you don't have to be an expert at something. This was my, probably one of the biggest things that I stopped wanting to start this podcast on multiple different things is because I thought, oh, I'm only really an expert and I'm not an expert. I only really know a lot about food and nutrition and I don't know a lot about farming and I don't know a lot about the the infrastructure of all foods coming in from different countries and all of that kind of thing as well but you don't need to you can talk to other people who know all of that information and they can be your experts in that so just starting something would be my biggest piece of advice to somebody that is wonderful advice If listeners of the show want to start listening to your show, where should they go? I am on Apple Podcasts. I am on Spotify. I am on Google Podcasts. I'm on a whole lot of podcast platforms, which I actually don't even know about because I just upload all of my things onto Buzzsprout and then Buzzsprout does all the work for me. So I have myself, I have Apple Podcasts and I also have Spotify. So that's the main two ones that people listen to me because I promote those. So you can find me on there and both of them, it's just unpack your shopping cart. So I upload all of mine onto Buzzsprout as well. So listeners, whatever platform you're currently listening to starting sustainability on, you will also be able to find Liana's Unf Your Shopping Cart show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and if listeners have additional questions that maybe I haven't asked, what is the best way for them to reach you? Oh, so you can either reach me on my email, which is liana underscore kent at hotmail.com. So that is L-I-A-N-A underscore K-E-N-T at hotmail.com. Or find me on Instagram and just DM me. That's probably going to be the easiest way. And I can respond to you there. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much again for taking my advice, even though I didn't think it was very good, but I'm glad that you took it and that you were able to pursue your passion and create a podcast and you are off to a wonderful start. And I'm so glad that I was able to help you get there. And I'm super, super proud of you because it is a lot of hard work, especially when you have no clue how to podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for all of your wonderful advice. All right. Well, thank you again. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Thank you again, Liana. I know firsthand it is not easy starting up a podcast, so keep up the good work, Liana. You are doing great. What about you at home? What are some ways that you can share information on how to be sustainable? Liana and I took the podcasting route, but there are so many other routes. Word of mouth, just taking actions, participating in marches, demonstrations, writing an article for a blog or a newspaper, even a workplace newsletter or a school paper, Hey, maybe videos are your strength. You can do educational videos and put them up on YouTube, TikTok, whatever. You can do something too. Just think about it. 
We're coming to the end of the episode, and that means it's time for the weekly challenge. So did I finally make it to the farmer's market last weekend? No, it was 4th of July weekend. (laughs) We had a lot that we had to do. There were actually a lot of places that were closing by noon. Our farmer's market is 8 to noon on Saturdays only. And we had so many errands that we had to run. So we actually started our day at 8 a.m. and ran to about four different locations before they closed to noon. And unfortunately, the farmer's market was not one of them. So that is still embarrassingly on my to-do list, which I was trying to think, I'm like, I went to the farmer's market all the time last summer. Why is this so hard for me? I'm like, oh, well, (laughs) last summer we had COVID going on, so we had no plans ever. (laughs) for the whole summer. And now we've got so many plans and chores and activities and deadlines on things. That is why it's so much harder, but it is still on my to-do list. I'm going to do it. I promise. Please let me clarify about last week's challenge, which was to only buy clothes secondhand. I took a picture of the card and I posted it on the Facebook group for the weekly challenge. And I didn't realize the issue with the phrasing on the card I did see the comments in Facebook basically poking fun at the challenge, and it was all in good jest, and I found it hilarious. So I'm going to go back and clarify that if you need clothes, then do not get them brand new. Your challenge is to go secondhand shopping. The way that the card read, it made it sound like you must go secondhand shopping for clothes for an entire month, (laughs) and that is not the challenge. (laughs) the comment was how many bodies do you need to dress (laughs) it's a lot of clothes so and and there were some comments about people saying I only go shopping like twice a year this isn't much of a challenge and you're right and and I'm in the same boat I really don't shop very much but I think that's because our bodies are kind of staying the same because we're adults but for people who are still growing like children back to school shopping is coming up Or people who have left high school or college and are now entering the workforce, they have to get a new wardrobe. These are things to consider. They're going to have to go find new clothes to be appropriately dressed for whatever their new chapter in life is. And so for those who do need to go shopping, go secondhand. That's what we're trying to promote with last week's weekly challenge. Now on to this week's challenge. Open up my box here and draw out a card. It says, always have a reusable shopping bag handy so you can avoid single-use plastic bags. Ta-da! I think that one has been accomplished by most people by now, but that's still a good one. And I would like to remind people, it's not just for grocery. A lot of people hear the word reusable grocery bag. You can take these reusable bags anywhere. You can take them to Lowe's, the Dollar Tree. Pretty much anywhere where you go shopping, you can bring reusable bags. Hey, Have you seen advertisements for Last Swab? I have them all over my Facebook. It is the last ear swab you will ever need. Next week, Isabel Agard, creator of Last Object, the company that has such cool products like Last Swab, Last Tissue, Last Round, and more, joins the show to tell us all about her eco-entrepreneurial journey and bringing the items to market for us. Be sure to tune in next week so you don't miss out. Until then, Sustainer Nation, continue saving the world, and I will talk to you all next week. Bye.